I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Tell your story. Author, psychologist, musician. Listen to Dr. Karen to encourage your life. I'm all about taking charge, taking charge of your thoughts, taking charge of your life. I say it every week and how sometimes when we have intense emotions, we can get caught ruminating and obsessing. And we've looked at the research and how that actually doesn't help us at all. In fact, it keeps us stuck and it keeps us depressed rather than helping move us forward. Single is the new black. Don't wear white till it's right. Very important. Very important. What are they doing to keep that excitement and that in love feeling? Channel a path to a more authentic you. Okay, this week, fight all you want, but whenever you fight, you have to hold hands. Learn how to have true intimacy. Yeah, bottle that up and sell it. (laughs) We want to make sure that the activities we're doing together are charging us up, getting us excited, giving us pleasurable feelings, and then helping us stay attracted to one another. Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Love and life. I'm all about living authentically and finding the best version of you and living life to its fullest. Turn up your dial. Get connected. You're listening to Dr. Karen on Love and Life right now. Welcome to Dr. Karen Love and Life. I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. On Love and Life, we cover it all. We look at how to have true intimacy in romantic relationships, more meaningful friendships, healthier family connections, more fulfilling careers, and we delve into what psych research teaches us about living happy, hopeful, positive, and authentic lives. On today's program, we're going to look at the career aspect of love and life. And we really haven't tackled career issues too much on the program yet. And I'm really excited to introduce to you a woman named Audrey Mann Cronin, who's very concerned and wants to be a part of helping young women today communicate more effectively in the workplace and in their daily lives. Audrey Mann Cronin is an acknowledged expert in communications and media strategy, a writer, speaker, and the storyteller behind many of the biggest leaps forward in digital innovation. In March of 2016, she co-founded Say It Media Incorporated and launched the mobile app, Like So, your personal speech coach, to empower everyone to be a successful communicator using engaging and proven technology. Audrey Mann Cronin, welcome to Love and Life. So happy to be here. Thank you, Karen. I heard of you first from The Girls Hour, which is a fantastic podcast that I listen to and my producer is a part of. So shout out to The Girls Hour for connecting us. Yes. Yes. Shout out to The Girls Hour. So how'd you get this idea to create this app like so? Was there a moment where you thought, wait a minute, I've got to do something. I've got to be part of the solution here to help women. Yes. Yes. Well, the way people speak has always been on my radar. I was truly inspired during just one defining week. It it started with my then 14-year-old daughter, who had always been well-spoken and poised for her age, started to inject these likes and so's and you know's and whatever's into her speech. And I thought, oh no, I, I don't want to pick on her. She's such a good girl, but I don't want her to fall into this verbal trap. That same week I had a male colleague reached out to me and say he had these three brilliant women that worked for him, but that the way that they spoke made him cringe in meetings and on the phone because of their use or excessive use of filler words and because they used other patterns like up talk, which is when you turn everything you say into a question, 
<laughs> and the other one being vocal fry. Oh. Which you do better than I do, but I <laughs> oh, we, <laughs> we were we were comparing vocal fry before this call. But right. I I thought, oh my goodness, this colleague said to me, Audrey, you have to do something about it. And I at first thought, well, why me? And then I realized that my consultancy, I have a consultancy in public relations and technology. And the tagline for my consultancy is, say it like you mean it. <laughs> so I started blogging why you should like, you know, say it like you mean it. And I talked to speech language pathologists and HR professionals and professors of communications and learning and development experts. And what came away was, yes, this is an issue. It's now the number one skill gap in the U.S. workforce is communication skills, or or that's a big part of it. They're, so, they're called soft skills. So there's verbal communications, collaborative skills, critical thinking. But millennials and Gen Zers who are so used to texting instead of talking and are not as practiced at having these face-to-face -face substantive conversations are falling prey to all these different verbal habits that are fine when you're just with your friends, of course, but during those big moments and when you really want to make a great impression, it's better to practice and be and make sure every word counts. You're listening to Dr. Karen Anderson Abril on Love and Life. Go to her website, D-R-K-A-R-I-N dot me. That's www.drkaren.me. Have any questions or would like to share your story with Dr. Karen? Email her, Karen, K-A-R-I-N at drkaren.me. You bring up so many thoughts to mind. One, the first one, <laughs> at first I had to say, you sound like a great mom because, oh. because really you're, you didn't want to dampen your daughter's spirit or, or be too critical. But at the same time, you're hearing things that you know are not going to be helpful for her. She's certainly not going to be able to say it like she means it if she's always asking <laughs> a question when she says something and is yes. this what she's saying. And it's funny because, it, and, and another point you bring up, which I think is important as we have this conversation as women from our generation and, and as speaking to the younger generation, every generation has their tendencies. They do. I mean, if you listen to a movie from the 50s, the women sound quite different from the way that we sound. And, and they have some little lilts and nuances that, I don't really like they they kind of bother me but and so it's funny that you talk about your daughter I remember in the 80s when I was a teenager my mom at one point looked at me and said something to the effect of that's not a question so why are you asking it right. because I'd slipped into that kind of oh my god you know I'm a valley girl right. and the other thing was I was saying you know what I mean after every comment which is interesting again as women in particular men do this too sometimes you'll hear a guy say well you know what I'm saying or do you know what I mean but I think women fall into that because we're also socialized to receive validation we have a hard time making a definitive statement oftentimes yeah. we are looking yes, for we want to be liked yes we want to be yeah. validated for our statement yeah. and so if we soften it we don't say it we go this and this and this you know what I mean as if, yeah. well, no, it was pretty clear if you're using the English language and we both speak English, there's probably no need to ask that extra question for clarification. But that's something that we've all been there. So I know yeah. you're, you're coming from a place of encouragement and empowerment. You're not trying to be critical. And I want to make no, sure that that's clear no. as we frame this conversation. Absolutely. 
I think what would be helpful here is what are we talking about? Because I think you and I have a, a, a decent sense of what we're talking about. But what specifically does the app address? So, of course, likes and the so's and you know what I mean. So currently, <laughs> that, I mean, but I, but again, because our yes. speech patterns, when we're not up in front of a group presenting a, a, a talk or when we're not in a professional capacity, we can get pretty casual. All of us can. And that's fine. It, fine. It's fine to speak however you want. I have a group of girlfriends. This is kind of, you'll, I think you'll get a kick out of this. Just a group of girlfriends and the four of us together, we throw in so many girls when we talk. It, we should have a drinking game and people would be <laughs> flat out hammered within five minutes. Because I'm always like, girl, what do you think about this? Girl, girl, girl. And we just, it's hilarious. We're like, oh, girl, girl, no, 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 no. You can't do that, girl. You need to tell him, no, no. And it's just the way that we, our little subculture yeah. enjoys that and we crack ourselves up. But you won't hear me speak that way when I'm, podcasting and so that code switching is the way cognitive psychologists talk about that so this is something that we all experience to some degree yeah yeah they say what happens in rehearsal ends up on stage if you practice how you want to speak when you do have those big moments because it's not that easy to turn this off Mm -hmm. there's there is a fun thing with your friends where you know it's that's all really bonding and and it's what you do when you're together but when you start talking about these filler words the number one guilty one is the word like I tend to use so too many times so uh, you know full disclosure I'm not perfect either (laughs) even though I live and breathe this every single day but like is epidemic it's absolutely absolutely epidemic I just sometimes can't even turn on the tv and watch project runway (laughs) it's just absolutely epidemic there are ways to practice. You want me to get into how it works because then it'll... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dive in. It'll, it'll illustrate, right, how it actually... Okay, so Lexo has three modes. I, I normally say two, but we've added a third, a third mode. So the first mode is called freestyle. And in freestyle, it's just for any upcoming speaking opportunity that you have. A presentation, a speech, an audition, a toast, anything that you have coming up. You just... Choose freestyle, choose the amount of minutes you want to practice for. There are 14 filler words built in that the app listens for. And then you either say select all words or just the words you feel you're most guilty of. And then you hit go. And three, two, one, it gives you a countdown. You speak into the app. It captures all your words. When you're done in real time, it delivers an articulate grade, A plus to uh uh-oh. It measures your (laughs) pacing. So 150 words per minute is about optimal for pacing, although it can vary, and we have a bell curve built into that calculation. It tells you how many total words you spoke and how many of those words were filler words. So if you spoke 500 words, maybe you had 50 fillers, and then it breaks it down for you. So it says 10 likes and eight rights and three whatevers and two I means, and you get it, and so forth. That same results happens with all modes and you, you can analyze and save those results, which you should do, because then you can track and see how you're doing over time and hopefully improving. The other mode is called Talk About, and Talk About has topics built in, everything from the job interview, the college interview, debate team, pop culture favorites, on the menu, you get it, and so on and so on. When you pick, for example, something like the job interview, you get five prompts per session. 
all of them give you five prompts, but the ones for the job interview would be, for example, are you willing to travel for work? Uh, are you a team player? What's your greatest strength? Those typical ones, right? And then some other ones thrown in there as well. Uh, and then you're really working on your skill of being substantive and good on your feet and articulate at the same time, which isn't easy. It's, it's really no. not easy to do. And the other ones could be debate team is really, you get the deepest maybe with debate team because then you're bringing up controversial things potentially like women's rights or climate change, you know, these, these things that you may not have echoed maybe what your mom said or your dad said, but you never really thought about it. And then when you're asked the question, you think, wow, what do I really think about the climate crisis? What do I think? Mm -hmm. And then you have the opportunity to practice and be good on your feet. So if those questions come up, you have something to say. And those, the National Speech and Debate Association loaded all of those questions onto like so. And it's really fantastic to do this in groups because it's bonding and it gets everybody talking and it's not awkward because it's not a parent asking you a question. It's an inanimate app that's prompting you <laughs> to say, what do you think about these, these big issues that are going on today? And then just the third mode is that we've turned like so also into what we're calling a, a Fitbit for your speech. We've taken a big nod from fitness trackers because of course it's all about practice and uh, and being prompted and notified. So now when you swipe right from the home screen, you can pick a goal. You might have a presentation coming up on October 25th. So you pick presentation, you pick October 25th, maybe it's 10 minutes. Then you can set notifications and then you'll get notified every day. It's 10 days until your presentation, have you practiced? And then you can see and track how you're doing over the day, week, month, and year, just like you would if you were using a, a fitness tracker. And when you reach your goal, it'll say, congratulations, you reached your goal. And it's behavioral and it makes it more fun. Yeah, it sounds so interactive, which is nice. So is this something one would use by themselves or you said even in groups? So is this something I would put on in the car and kind of talk to myself as I'm driving on my commute? Or <laughs> I mean, when does, sure. when does the user use it? Yes, well... It's right now just single use in terms of we just want to capture all of your results because we want to be able to help you improve. It's your personal speech coach. We call it like so, your personal speech coach. Uh, there's a lot of great programs you can enroll in like Toastmasters where you get terrific feedback within a group, but it could be a little mortifying to be up there and be told you just said like 25 times. Right. So this allows you to practice and, and there's things people click at you or they shout or I just spoke to this amazing acting coach who's the acting coach and has been for people like Brad Pitt and Will Smith. And he said, if people, if his students say like, they have to pay a dollar and it goes towards a pizza party at the end of the year <laughs> or <laughs> and he said in the last five years, he's never had to pay for the pizza party. There's always enough money and there's even extra for desserts and drinks. <laughs> I believe so, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's, it's, it's, it's personal for you to practice. And he's, he's really an uh, advocate for this idea of practicing your speech. I just interviewed him on my blog, which is Say It Like So. And the headline is something like, you, um, you don't mumble Shakespeare, right? That you really want to give things their due and, and be articulate and, and confident in how you speak. But 
you can, I have used it in groups and it's really fun to, and I want to make it multiplayer right now. You have to pass the phone around, but in the next version, you'll hopefully be able to be playing with a friend on your own phone. Uh, and, and then seeing a group total, but right now the grade you get is your personal grade. And to your question, can you do it in the car? You could do it anywhere. The thing with, you know, voice recognition is you do have to speak into the microphone on your phone. It can't be 10 feet away. It has mm-hmm. to and have tons of noise around you. It has to be in front of you. You have to have an internet connection and you have to be speaking into the phone, just like you do with Siri. Sure. Hey there, this is Alex Merritt. I'm the love engineer and creator of the War on Love card game that helps men and women connect. I am super excited and thrilled at all of the great work that Dr. Karen is doing. The Love and Life podcast is fantastic and I encourage everyone to check it out. If you're looking for strategies to take your love life or your life in general to the next level, you cannot afford to miss this. And now I'd like to take a moment to recognize one of our sponsors who make this podcast possible. The Steel Forest Furniture Company, makers of handcrafted custom steel and wood furniture, amazing tables, wine racks, fire pits, and signs, incredible craftsmanship. Each piece is so unique, and you don't have to spend a fortune either. You can choose a fantastic original already made or personally design your own furniture using their large inventory of beautiful woods and steel. Check out their website at steelforestfurniture.com and you can see more photos of their wonderful items on Facebook at the Steel Forest Furniture Company. Believe me, you will love what you see. Just thinking with the debate team, is that uh, mode two? is part of the talk about? Yes, exactly. It's it's one of the topics that's built into talk about. Okay, right. I was just thinking that would be, like you were saying, kind of a nice way f- for, I was imagining of a family, instead of looking into each other's eyes and saying, what do you think about women's rights? This would be a way for them. <laughs> because, you know, you've got families and sometimes they're, you know, a house divided. And so it would be kind yeah. of a fun way for families to learn a little bit more about each other without having it be combative per se, you know, just more, let's, let's yes, work on our because it takes the taboo out yes. of it, the awkwardness and the taboo out of you saying to your 16-year-old son, well, what do you think of female equality? Right. <laughs> oh, look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. But if it comes up on the app, right, right. then it's not you saying it, it's the app presenting it. And truly... It's so important today to know your stance on the issues and be able to be articulate about it. It's it's so important. And I don't know if you've been following Twitter recently, the women who roar hashtag and the Me Too hashtag. We need to have stronger voices and we need to be taken more seriously. And anything I can do to take any obstacles out of the way, I am all in. (laughs) I'm all in. Well, you you clearly are. Like you said earlier, why me? And then you realize, okay, (laughs) okay, I got to do this. Well, and you you refer to a friend who said, and I'm just going back to the beginning of the interview, who, who said he was having a hard time even listening to some of his female colleagues because they had slipped into this I'm not sure. I mean, the only reference I know to call it is the sexy baby voice, which is I'm stealing a term from actress Lake Bell. And I I was listening to NPR a couple of years ago when she was releasing and doing promo for her movie, 
in a world, <laughs> which I thought in a was, world. yeah, in a world. Um, and so the world was, I mean, sorry, the, the movie was all about the voiceover culture in Hollywood, but she also incorporated this tendency that she had noticed with her peers, because she's probably 30 something, and noticed this tendency to, as we were talking about earlier, go into that vocal fry, and then in com- combination with vocal fry is a kind of a upspeak and a higher register said so the voice sounds like this and i just wanted to know if anyone wants to go out for coffee later after class it'd be really great oh you're so good at that <laughs> I, I don't mean to be but i i know it's great so going back to your your friend who I, i'm guessing there was some variation of the sexy baby voice that was going on in that boardroom that because i know when i hear it it kind of just I guess what it says to me, and I know the young women who slip into that tendency don't mean to communicate this, but what it says to me is we're still second-class citizens. We still have to speak as if we're just kids. And we're just, I'll say this, but I'm not going to say it very strongly because I don't want anyone to think that I'm being mean. And if I'm assertive, then so it it slips. That's to, to my mind, there's a lot that's embedded in that way of speaking that I'm sure is unintentional, but that's how I'm. And as you said earlier, it's about the perception that people walk away with. Yeah. I, there's been a lot that's been written about that, and there's different camps. One being, I can talk however the heck I want to talk mm-hmm. and leave me alone, and <laughs> this is linguistic, you know, sociolinguistics, and the way we speak is is to a time and a time and place, and basically screw you. The other, <laughs> the other right. one is, I want to be aware because I'm only going to get this one chance, and I want to be as powerful and persuasive and confident as possible. And I know I only have five minutes to get my point across and I want to do it in the best way I possibly can. That's that's, And I don't want to have any obstacles. I don't want to have any perceptions of how I speak affect my ability to get something done or get something across. It's not just women, it's men too. Men do all use all the fillers as much as we do, absolutely. And they shouldn't either. And women apologize. I did build sorry into my app also Ooh, for, for women because we definitely do apologize too much. Yes. Well, you bring up such an important point about how I present myself affects how others perceive me. Yeah. And yep. if I'm running around saying I'm a psychologist and I have a doctorate and I'm speaking with 45 likes in one <laughs> right. I'm not as so credible and I can't blame people for going, well, where'd she get her degree? You know, <laughs> cracker jack box. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. We, there's that tension between yeah. me being who I want to be and that's just the way it's going to be. And also recognizing there are some realities of this life. <laughs> and one of them is people will perceive you a certain way. I'm more about confidence than I am about any vocal habit, verbal habit that you might have. If you are balls to the walls confident and you speak and you say like five times in every sentence, but you can get your point across in in, in a way that is empowering for you, then okay. I'm only wanting people to be their most confident, authentic self. I know you talk a lot about living your authentic life and finding your own voice and is is absolutely part of that. And just to make sure that that voice is a voice that you feel really comfortable with, that you feel that this is what will get you ahead in life. Absolutely. 
Right. I've spoken to HR professionals who would say, uh, if I have two candidates with the same resume and they come in to interview with me and one speaks articulately and beautifully and confidently and the other one is is doing the vocal fry thing or putting in all sorts of filler words or talking in a baby voice or I can't hear them at all or they're racing through and they're not looking me in the eye. It does matter. They'll, they say, well, I'd hire the other one, <laughs> right? Right. Or, the uh, the study that they did on Vocal Fry, maybe now two years ago, it was I think Duke and University of Miami did a study where they looked at 800 women and 800 men, and they had them speak both with Vocal Fry and without, and the results came out that men were fine, no judgment, but the women that spoke with Vocal Fry, people rated as sounding less attractive, less confident, and less confident and competent and less hireable. So it affected them. It affected the women. It didn't affect the men. There you go. And that got, that was in the Atlantic. It's still a story. It was in the Wall Street Journal, not that exact study, but the Wall Street Journal did a piece just last week on vocal fry. So it continues to be something that people are paying attention to. And it comes, and I think we both did some vocal training, so we know it's that lower register, it's that crackly voice, it's a Britney Spears kind of affectation that came from music, but it can be bad for your vocal cords <laughs> and and <laughs> and not desirable in how you speak regularly. And I'm so glad you brought up that study because I was going to ask you a little bit more about the research because I think when we... We can all have our opinions, but as a psychologist, I eventually want to see some data. And yeah. that's, for me, that's powerful and compelling and would be the kind of information that could maybe tip someone who's thinking, oh, I don't know that this is that big of a deal. And then we can say, well, here's the study. <laughs> and, and the results were showing that this is, in fact, making an impression on people and not the kind of impression that most young women in their 20s and 30s who are heading out into the workforce, it's not the impression that they want to make typically. Right. I'm, I'm also curious about, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say to that point, the epidemic of filler words that I glommed onto and thought, oh my gosh, we got to do something about this. The New York Times ended up doing a story on it and linked to my app, which was terrific. Yeah. But it was at a point where they interviewed a lot of different professors and experts. And one professor said, there should be an app that, and it was something <laughs> like, an app that punches or shocks you every time. <laughs> and that was validation that they had spoken to all these different experts in the field, even though I've done that too. But when the New York Times comes out and says, this is epidemic, then at least you can say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's truly fascinating what's happened to our communication and how it's changed over the years. And again, I keep going back to this idea of texting and social media and all these new ways of communicating, yet TED Talks and podcasts like yours are my favorite form of media. (laughs) I love nothing better than a great podcast. And so many people do. So many people love great podcasts and because it's very personal. But again, you want to come through and you don't want to be picked on because you just did this great podcast. But did you hear that podcaster? She says like every other word, right? You don't you don't want to invite unwanted judgment. <laughs> well, and it's distracting. Ultimately, it yeah. distracts yeah. from the point. And yes. so that's where I'm coming from. If 
your vocal nuance and your intonation is so distracting that I'm not even listening to your content. Yes. Then yes. communication's not happening. Or That's if right. it's if it's ha having the effect that I'm perceiving you in a different way that really isn't who you are, then again it's distracting and it's it's you're not you're not really presenting who you are. And you don't know it. So that that's where it's troubling. And that's exactly why I wanted to have you on because this is, and I mean, you have a professor saying, we need an app for that. <laughs> and you didn't, <laughs> you're not shocking anyone, which, you know, the behavioral psychologist would say a well-placed shock would probably do the trick, but, <laughs> but I'm not a behavioral psychologist, so we don't have to go there. But that's, I mean, that's great. And I'm, I, congratulations on this project. Well, thank you. When we launched, we went to number four over on the app store for paid apps and, it was so exciting. And I thought, oh, my goodness, we're on to something. But at this point, we really do want to come through for our customers. So if there is anybody listening that wants to talk to me, I'm Audrey at SayItLikeSo.com. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you work at a university or a company or you're a corporate trainer or a speech coach or work in HR or recruiting, I'd love to be able to integrate Like So into your program and uh, and be able to deliver the whole back end, the whole, all the the metrics that you might need to remediate for your students, so they can all be better communicators too. Are you also um, available on other social media channels? Yes. Well, like so app on Facebook and Twitter, and yeah, and then follow me and reach out and let me know what you think and what improvements you'd like to see. And your experiences too. I love stories. I love to hear these stories. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I want to thank you once again for coming on the program. I really enjoyed our conversation and I'm really thrilled to have the chance to get your message in front of a broader audience And because I think what you're doing is really important. Thanks so much, Audrey. Thank you so much, Karen. This was great. From Columbus, Ohio, and I enjoy listening to Dr. Karen Love and Life. I love the advice she gives and the encouragement. Every week, I look forward to a new Love and Life hack in her message of making it happen. So, the Love and Life hack for today's episode is every word should count. I'm stealing Audrey Mann Cronin's idea that words matter and the way we present ourselves is so impactful and important. So when we're speaking, let's just remember that every word counts. You can find me at my website, www.drkaren.me. On Twitter, I'm at Dr. Karen Anderson. Facebook, Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. On Instagram, I'm at Dr. Karen. And remember, that's Karen, K-A-R-I-N. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me your story or ask me a question. I'm at Karen, K-A-R-I-N, at drkaren.me. Thank you so much for subscribing and liking the episodes on iTunes and SoundCloud. We're also on Stitcher and Spreaker at Dr. Karen Love and Life. Head on over to my website and sign up for my Love and Life newsletter. I send out one or two emails a month just letting you know what we're covering on the podcast, what I'm blogging about, and any appearances I might be making. Let me know if you have any topics you want me to cover on the program. I want this to be your show as much as it is mine. Thanks to my producer, Michelle Musso, my communications manager, Dale Gregory, and my booking assistant, Christine Infanger. Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. This is Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, make it a great week.